What up, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Pretty good, man. Very excited to have you on, man. We're very, very excited to have you on. You're literally your album has been. I would say I know it came out last year, but it's been my favorite albums this year because this is the year that I, I actually found it. So I'm saying it's my favorite album of 2021. I, yeah. How? That's crazy. We're gonna talk what? about it. We're gonna That's talk so about it. We're gonna get into it. So let me introduce the podcast first, and we'll we'll jump into it. Welcome okay. to episode 60 of the Grindhouse Podcast. I'm your host Edwin Cabrera, K. Steady Eddie. Across the stream from me is my homie, my day one, Chris Martin, a.k.a. Krita. What's up, guys? Uh, just real quick before we get into today's episode, please like and subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Um, also, we have merch for sale at uh, grindhouse.store. All right. So today we have a very special guest with us. Um, my Our homie, our mutual friend, uh, Wes Taylor, actually put me onto this dude. And like I listened to his new album, Watching the Paint Dry. And I was like, bro, this shit, I didn't expect, like, for any music, I never expect to, like, really connect with an album, like, off the rip with any artist, no matter how big or small, whatever. But, man, this album blew me the fuck away. I was like, bro, we need to get this guy on the podcast. So, yeah. typically, we interview uh, hip-hop artists from the Boston, Lynn, Brockton area. Uh, very, very few times have we actually, got, like, interviewed an artist from, in your case, Los Angeles. But I feel like this album, we need to like connect with y'all, connect with you and talk to you about like this beautiful creation. So I want to welcome Yazo the, the Praxi. Did I pronounce that correctly, by the way? Yazo the Praxis is my like official Praxis. name. Praxis, word, word, word. Okay. All right. So I was right. I was trying to figure that out. But like, uh, we, we have Yazo the Praxis on. Um, amazing album, watching the paint dry. I believe it's on all streaming platforms. It's on Bandcamp, yes. Spotify. Um, how you doing, man? How am I doing? Yeah, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm blessed to be here. Uh, I, I uh, wonder, do you want to start it off, Britta? Yeah, I, I, I just want to start out with a very cliche sort of question, but how did you start making music? Um, junior year in high school, I was starting to do like poetry and stuff. And then that branched off into like writing like little bars here and there. And then... I had a couple homeboys who was like, I had one friend who was making beats. I had another friend who was in like a dance crew. So like, we're really close knit. Um, my first time recording was on like a Guitar Hero mic. We had it like laid on top of the TV. You know what I mean? The little penny holes with the with the uh, the popsicle sticks connecting them. You know what I mean? It was rough. But um, yeah, that's how I started though. Um, just having like friends at my high school who were... Uh, just started something out and then like I, I caught the bug and it, it never stopped. It's been 11 years now. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, man. It sounds like it. I'm, I'm, I was especially blown away, not just by the music. Cause typically, especially with like any artist that like, you know, um, I, I haven't heard before. Like, it's just like, okay. Like I'm always listening to overall the music and the quality of the music, but usually right. I'm also listening to potential for you. It was like the, right. the music quality itself is what blew me away. And I, then I found out that you were the one that actually engineered the whole thing, right? So talk to us about like what you did on the album. Um, okay, so specifically, um, like the arrangement, um, engineered the whole thing, I mastered it. Um, for like our work, I reached out to a homie. For all the beats on there, I reached out to a homie from uh, Canada um that's about it really man because my guy who made the artwork he he he, just, he ran with the idea of like 
watching the paint dry is basically kind of like a sequel to watching the grass grow. It's something I dropped years back when it was like a bigger project for me. So this is like another one of those. And it just so happened to pick up steam and yeah. How'd you, how'd you like uh, learn how to mix and master? I have a friend, his name is lazy. He goes by lazy specialist now. Yep. Um, and the guy's just a brainiac. He went to, uh, I have two homies. They both went to audio engineering school, but they're both on two different sides of the, uh, the spectrum of um, the music business, if you will. So Lazy taught me just about everything I know when it comes down to mix, EQing, and the whole, the whole ball game. How long does it take you to uh, like mix a song? Are you one of those like perfectionists when it comes to that stuff? <laughs> that, that was a, that, man. Okay, so it depends on where I'm trying to go with the record. If I if it's just something I just want to throw on SoundCloud real quick, I may not put too much energy into it. Um, but if it's like something that like within the last six months, I had a record due to a medical issue that I have. And it was something that I didn't want to put out. And I played it on IG Live and they're like, nah, you got to put this out. It's not a- Sorry about that. That's not good. Um, I didn't, give me a sec. Sorry about that. Um, what did you ask? I'm sorry. Uh, so, so I asked about like, uh, you know, when it comes to mixing, how long does it really take you? Are you sort of like a perfectionist when it comes to that sort of stuff? I am a perfectionist, but I try my best to just like, to put my all into it. And then continuously to revisit it, um, at least until the point to where it doesn't bother my ear. Um, I just noticed recently that my mixes were to the point to where I would hop in the car and play like my favorite artist, and I would hate how the mix sounds. And I'm like, oh, my homeboy's like, yeah, yeah bro, that car test better. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like comparing it like directly to that. Um, so yeah, um, it really depends, but like most records is like a day or two it's not too much after that i uh i I gotta say like this album has been amazing to hear because there's a when the production of this album there's a great energy to it i've actually been playing this album back to back to back especially when working out i probably lost like 15 pounds listening to this album honestly especially like a song like good energy like good energy is my favorite song on the album and i think every time i hear that song it just like it really gets me going so like i want to talk about that song can you talk a little bit more about putting that song together and what the just give us a little background on it you chose a really good song because this is one of the songs that actually has a story behind it um b came up I did a little, I don't know, like a little eight bar verse in the beginning. I call Lazy Specialist and I call Rodman on two separate accounts. So phone call, phone call. I'm like, yo, I need a verse. I need it to be nasty. I I need something crazy. You know what I mean? Hit up, hit up, hit up my other homeboy. Hey, yo, I need something crazy. I need, look, this is going on the next project. I need you to give me something crazy. So they both record or no, three hours go by. Um, we all in the studio session. I'm playing them beats for the project. And they like, yo, why is his beat better than my beat? That's not fair. What's going on? Like, I need, I need a better. Duh, 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 duh. So um, it got to a point to where like they both realized that they were going to be on the same song. 
And uh, Rider Man's like, yo, Lazy, I'm finna rip your, your head off. It's over for you. I hope you're ready. You know what I mean? And then, like, Lazy recorded his first, sent it in, mixed it down. Um, Rada recorded his verse actually at the crib. He recorded here. Yep. And yeah, man, they just high energy. I'm like, yo, it worked. I didn't think it was going to mesh that well, but it, it, it ended up um, coming together better than I expected. Yeah, man. I would say, bro, that, that's the hits. It hits. That's crazy. I love the, uh, I love the friendly competition. Um, or a lot of the artists that you work with, like collaborate with are are they friends of yours or are they like are they from LA as well? Everybody. So I'm not particularly from LA. I'm about like an hour and some change out. I live in a city called Palmdale, Palmdale Lancaster. Um everybody who is associated, I either met through the internet or is just a close friend through mutual other people. So like features like Joe Snap. Um, we had a group back in the day and he just always stuck around and continued to rap and he films and stuff. Um, Danny Merritt, somebody I made a record with in like 2012, maybe. And he just stuck around and he's just always here. Um, track two options with Nafets. That's somebody who I made a record with that I met through the internet. And, um, we just stay in touch, you know what I mean? Through Instagram. And that's how I want to say that's everybody. And Rodman Man and Lazy, they just, you know, we grew up together. We just always been rapping. So it's like, that's family right there. So I need something. They're going to knock it out immediately. Yeah, I mean, I I love that, like, like it all just sounds good together. Like, all of you, like, rapping together sounds dope. So Bless you. Hard. That was crazy to hear. I want to talk about your uh, your your link connection because I, I we wouldn't have known about you if it wasn't for our homie Wes Taylor. So shout out to Wes. I want to talk about how how do you guys know each other? So same thing with him. We went to the same high school. He was down the street from me. I didn't really have no studio equipment. He like, yo, I got some stuff. I got some beats. What's good? Pull up. You know what I mean? And then uh, we cut a few records. And, that, and mind you, this is like 2011, 2012. Um, just started out and yeah man just trying to like connect and just make things work and like we just been friends since then so like you know 11 years later like he was just hitting me up yesterday yo what's good I'm gonna pull up I'm back in California because you know he yeah. all over Boston and New York I'm like oh my god I'm trying to get on your level Wes so yeah man that's my guy he, he is, yeah. he's in Cali right now so shout out to Wes for, for for connecting us and he told me an interesting story because it's like he was like man uh Yazo man, like he's like, when it comes to like, uh, like, like um, critiquing, like he's like, he will tell you exactly how he's not gonna sugarcoat. It. He's not gonna tell you all oh, y'all. This is hot, like whatever. He he'll tell you exactly how he feels about like your music. And for me, like he was like, for me that was hard at first. He'd be like, yo, I'm really feeling this, whatever. But then he's like, I I think it was um white bands. He was like, when I released white bands, it meant so much to me because. You know, the homie reached out and was like, yo, wow, I see what you're doing. And it and like he just talked about how like your just the way your honest opinion on music like like allowed him to like know like appreciate what like how you view things because like you're not just like sugarcoating and make them feel good. You're actually being truthful with like your response. Yeah. And so I don't know, it, it like can I don't know what what are your thoughts on that in terms of like your you know, just your ability, I guess, to like hear music because it's you have a really good ear for music. <laughs> Thank you. Look, you give me flowers I don't ever get. So <laughs> I, I am astonished for one. Um, I have worked with like several artists. I have a friend who 
I met through the internet again, lives in like South London. Um, I used to tell him for years, like, yo, bro, I don't like this. This could be better if you do this. This could be better if you do this. Reach out to certain producers, connect, you know what I mean? Um, to make ends meet as far as like the mixes, like the mixes could be better. I'm telling him that for like three, four years straight. You know what I mean? Never met the guy in like actual person, shook his hand. It's only been through internet or like FaceTime calls. Um, five years later, the guy's pressing up his own vinyls, got his own producers, making his own stuff. I'm like, yo, bless. I'm just glad you listen. You know what I mean? And Wes Taylor is just another one of those people that's like, for me, if it's good, it's good. I'm only moving based off of my ear, right? So it's either I like it or I don't like it. But if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you why I don't like it. I can't just leave you with a, oh, yo, this is trash. It got to be like, I don't like it. One, because of either the mix. I felt the cadence was off. If you're going to be unorthodox, make sure that, you know what I mean? You move like, I don't know. You got people like ODB and you got people like Doom who was like mad unorthodox, but it was still crazy. You know what I mean? So um, that's just how I live my life, man. I'm I'm here for constructive criticism. I'm here for... Uh, to move in a positive light and to just make people better if it's possible. You know what I mean? And I just hope that people do the same for me in turn. How do you, do you feel like that's how you judge your music too? Like you just have like the, the just like really like, I, I guess we talked about being a perfectionist, but like, is that like really how you feel like you are with your music as well? Like you just like keep fine tuning it. That's a different question. Um, it depends on what it is. Some stuff I know like, Oh yeah, that was fire. And other stuff, I'm like, uh, I'll be on the ropes. So stuff like that, excuse me, is stuff that like I hop on live and play something, or I send it to Laser, I send it to Rada, I send it to Danny. And based off of what they say, I kind of move in that parameter. Um, so if it's really good, I'm probably gonna drop it nine times out of 10. But if I'm on the ropes, it's like, I don't, you know what I mean? If I'm kind of in an iffy area based off of their word, that's what I'll do. Or unless a fan like hears something, they're like, yo, you have to drop this for me, bro. And I'm like, okay, I got you. Yeah. Say less. Word. Um, can you so I'm very curious, um, because obviously we're we're always like sort of like in the Boston, Massachusetts scene. Um, so how is Boston, by the way? Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh so how is like the LA, California scene? Are they supportive of artists of like more on the local side, like how is the scene there? Locally, it's weird, man. I don't feel like that. Uh, I always say this. I wish that locally I could have connected with more people because I know it's like a handful of engineers that I actually want to touch base with just to see like where they sitting, what their goals are and stuff like that. It's okay. But like generally, like it's, it's truly like through my direct friend group, like dating back to high school, through their mutuals and then outside of that not really because like I don't go to LA too much and then I need to work on my networking skills because they aren't too great so it's like I don't know man it's like it's one of those uh you know how they say that phrase uh crabs in the barrel type of ordeal yeah. and yeah. I kind of feel like I don't have the tools and I know certain people do have the tools but I haven't learned the right things to connect with the right people if that makes sense Cause I feel like my stuff is good, but sure. I don't feel like I have the correct networking skills and marketing skills to really like bridge the gap, I guess. Word, man. Uh, I mean, the, I, the music is definitely there. So the music is absolutely there. So, yeah. I mean, if you ever need any help in 
any other facets obviously you're a master when it comes to the music definitely hit us up because like you know we're definitely more of the behind the scenes type people we don't make any music but we appreciate the art you know so like you know let us know because like we we definitely are big fans of yours so um that's interesting to hear i'll say this like there's always this uh idea of like uh and i'll say this especially from people from boston when it comes to like making music or the scene the music scene whatever there's always this idea that like we got to go somewhere else to really kind of get popping you know like there's always they, you know there's always i never understood that i that, never that's the dynamic. always fly to la and be like yo i'm trying to make it happen i'll go to new york like yo yeah. i'm trying to be this that and the other and like i never get it because i live in california i'm an hour out and it's like okay well how do i you know what i mean make ends meet yeah, yeah man, i mean that's- for here, for like Boston artists, they sort of get to a certain level mm-hmm. and then they move out to either New York or LA or Atlanta. Um, that's just kind of how it is. Like for the other like cities and states outside of those hubs, it's, it's just kind of like you got to move once you hit that that next level. And, and, and uh, from what we've heard, it's, it's a lot of, because here the, the hip hop community is very receptive to each other. The artists are very like, is very uh, communal around here, but the community itself hasn't quite adopted, like the, the quite adopted as they, as much as they should, the talent. And so at some level, if you want to get, if you're really serious about hip hop, and I think I'll use uh, probably one of the, the greater rappers in our era, SD Knack, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him before, but SD is like, he's right, right now very closely associated with Griselda. Like he was on the, um, he was on the, the recent uh, West Side Gun album. Um, he was on Banana Yacht, one of my favorite records from uh, the, the the previous West Side Gun album. Uh, um, but um, he like he was we were, he was on the podcast. He was talking about how like at some point like you know he needs to go to a, a Boston or I'm sorry a, a New York, you know, move around, go to different places because it's like the community here is not they we I feel like the community here needs a proven talent to really adopt rather than seeing um, the talent for what it is like right when they see it. You know, and I feel like a lot of uh, artists here, I'm not saying all of them, I'm saying, I'm not, and I'm not, this is not a slight at all. I'm just, this is, I'm just speaking truthfully about, I guess, like the state of what our hip hop culture is like out here is like, um, you know, you ha- I feel like there's, if you want to level up in your career, the thought is you got to move out to the LA area, move out to the Atlanta area, Boston area. So, you know, you having you on and, you know, I would say you're as close to LA as, as we'll ever be, you know, cause we're over here in Boston. It's interesting to see your perspective on things. Um. Yeah, I just like, I feel like most of my like um, exposure has purely been off the internet. Like it hasn't been too much more than that. And I know it's, it's like I have friends who, who like who have shot for like Meg Thee Stallion and like just like, you know what I mean? Like really big names. And I'm just like, yo, how do I make these connections? You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe I had to start driving to LA more yeah. and start making ends meet because like, for for me personally it's a disconnect i don't get it mm. i'm still trying to figure that out yeah i mean yeah. networking is like key like just knowing people obviously you know a friend that works with with you know a bigger artist so it's like that's where you start you know you start there and branch up you know exactly i agree yeah. i agree um so so you recently dropped a b-side of watching the paint dry um Y'all caught that? Let's go. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, so what was it about those songs that you released uh, them separately from the from the actual like project? So, 
for those in particular, um, I like to do a lot of like slowing beats down and like flipping stuff. So um, I don't know, for me, it just gives you like a, it catches your ear a little easier. So most of the side beats is just like flips and like, like I've been getting a lot of fan responses from um, the last track, uh, This Is My House. Just like I literally wrote that directly for a fan that has literally bought every one of my albums since I've started making music. And I'm like, yo, you really care. This is crazy. Because even my homeboys don't do this. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, man. It it just like, he got like, I was just talking to him the other day. We still haven't talked on FaceTime. And I've literally talked to everybody I, I normally deal with through music on FaceTime at least once. I made 2020 that year. Like, yeah. it feel like the world going in, I might as well reach out now. You know what I mean? At least you know what I look like. You know what I mean? At least I can make an impact on you through cameras. Um but yeah, man, just like, I just wanted to put a spin on it. Cause, oh, another thing for, uh, I meant to say this earlier, for watching the paint dry, when that came out, it was an awkward time. Cause it was a lot of uh, the police brutality thing was going on, you know, George Floyd and all that, um, the riots and stuff. So like, I'm in a place where I like, damn, as a black man, I'm supposed to come at this as like, you know what I mean? How do I go about speaking upon this type of stuff? Um, I forget what the first record record is called. Oh, uh, what color is that? I believe. Yeah, that drop on that record. Oof, when yeah, that beat comes in, it was like, oh man, this is knocking. That's crazy. So yeah, 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 like it was just like, yo, like I like I have to put this into into the project because I can't go anywhere without seeing it. The TV's on, I see it. Twitter, I see it um instagram i see it like that i can't go a day without there is no gap of you know what i mean if that's all you see like eventually you got to talk about it um so that's where i came from with that and side b was just like a more like fun uplifting and then like homage to the fans at the end yeah that's that's some uh, like a true fan engagement there like just <laughs> dropping a record because of a fan said it that's Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure it. that person definitely appreciated it. You yeah, know? you got a fan for life for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, yo, I need more of you. How do I get 20,000 of you? It'll happen. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it'll happen, bro. But um, I, I, I got to talk about like who inspired you musically, you know, because, you know, with your amazing year, I got to hear about like what music did you grow up on and, and who and who put you on to music even? I am grew up on. When I was younger, my dad used to play a lot of, uh, he had a, I wish I, I wish I knew what kind of car it was. He drove a Nissan. He had like, I don't know, like 14s in the back. So it's like, he used to play a lot of uh, like gangster rap. So West Side Connection, Mac 10, Ice Cube, you know what I mean? Maybe a little NWA here and there. Um, Busta Rhymes. Um, like, uh, Eight ball G and um, what's his name? Shoot, eight ball and MJG. There we go, MJG, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then, so like now, um, my favorite artist is like Isaiah Rashad and like Saba. Like, it ain't even nothing crazy. The beats ain't even like the beats is not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like super trap. It's more like a, a a soulful, you know what I mean? Like, let me talk to you type of vibe. And that's kind of where I'm sitting at now. 
Sure. Actually, I meant to ask this earlier, but uh, with the mixing stuff, um, have you ever like made beats? Because I, I feel like you have a good ear for music, so I feel like that kind of comes with it. Hey, y'all, spot on. I don't know what like. Do you guys know each other personally, real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're like we're like we're like best friends. Y'all in sync. It's so crazy. I started making beats in um, what month was that? Maybe like three months ago. I haven't put out anything. I've just been sharing them with Lazy and Rada and just a camp. Um, it is it it is interesting. I'm working on like laying my drums right. You know what I mean? Trying to get my right. drum patterns right. Trying to chop up soul samples correctly. Um, but yeah, it is a very interesting journey. It was something that I never thought that I would do. I thought I was just going to continue rapping. I never planned on engineering, never planned on doing graphic design. It's just stuff that just um, accumulated over time and became something that I realized that I needed to do. Like if I can't make my own artwork, that's a problem. Or I have to reach out to somebody that can do that for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Just being re- resourceful and, you know, pushing your, your artist tree forward you know so i dig it i I think it's awesome and i i wish more artists would would do that because i I think it would help them a lot too Mm -hmm. that was a good that was a good question thank you for that you think you make what i would say is like very cinematic music um and bro i don't know maybe my ears off but that's what i'm saying like that's dope Yo, I'm saying like I'm not I'm not bullshit and I'm not I, I don't kiss ass just to kiss ass. One thing on this pod, like one, one thing we don't do is like unless you're like a mainstream app, we don't like shit on people to shit on people. We usually typically bring people on who we appreciate. We're like, yo, you got to listen to this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So usually when I bring people on is because I'm like, yo, you got to listen to this. Yeah. And um, for you, I, it's obviously the case. Like, I think you make very cinematic music. I um, wish I, I don't I can't find the visuals, though. Is there visuals that we can find with you or are you working on any visuals? So the funniest thing, as much as I've been working on music and doing beat making and, uh, you know, I've probably shot three videos this whole time. One got released recently, but I wasn't feeling on how it was like cut up. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point to where it's like, um, I have this thing to where like, when I'm working on something and it gets really annoying and nobody's moving in the area or energy of to make the situation better. Nobody's trying to provide a solution. They just want to like drop it off and move on. And I'm like, I've, I've look, I've been rapping for 11 years. I've done this plenty of times. So um, I have another video pending that I feel like is something that could be good. And I was just talking with uh, the videographer today. He's like, yo, I don't, I feel like we can't drop this until we shoot some more because I know this could be better. I said, man, that's what I was saying the day of. The day of the shoot, I was like, yo, I don't feel like we shot enough. I feel like we need more to make this like pop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have one video out and it's under, uh, uh, I made a group with my guy. Um, his name is Miles Hood. Let me go by gas station and uh, the video is under that account. So if you type in gas station with the S and station, it's a dollar sign. It's on YouTube. Word. Word. We, should we expect out. more? So in other words, we should expect more to come this year for music videos? hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, some of that album deserves music videos, multiple, not just one. We, we, we deserve multiple. So I'd love to see multiple. If you can make it happen, bro. Uh, like I said, man, we'd love to see it. That's fire. Bless. Uh, Ed, do, do you have um, any more questions that you want to ask? Yeah, I do. Um, 
so I uh, I was we talked about the album watching the paint dry. You've also released other works, one v one, volume two, uh, one two and three, right? And then you also released some Lucy's as well. And one of my favorite Lucy's that you you released on Bandcamp, so you guys can check that out on Bandcamp. Um, it's uh, only see up. Uh, that yeah. that track is hard. That track is hard. And I also um, I love the you have a description underneath that I caught, and I, I just want you to speak to it if you have any thoughts on it. Uh, my Lord, it has been some rough couple of months. I thought I was going to die. My life has uh, previewed some very interesting cards to me as of recent. So this is positive side of what's been going on. And the next one will be the opposite. Thanks to you guys for listening all these years. Do people even read these LOL? Well, <laughs> so I just wanted to like- We did. <laughs> yeah, we, we read right. them and I just wanted, I want to know more. So uh, can you tell us more about that? So, um... Only see up in flying saucer. It was uh, they're they're literally polar opposites. One's like really dark and grimy, and only see up is like a, a more of like a bouncy. And I realized that it was catching more ears. Surprisingly, um, I have a medical condition that is um, how do I put this? It is um. It, it it can be detrimental in my future, right? So with that being said, it was kind of like a shock value of like, and I was like, okay, I can't sit in an area to where I'm being effective, I'm being affected negatively by this condition, right? And then I also can't let this like define me as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I thought about doing like a GoFundMe and I'm like, well, why would I do that when I could just continue doing what I'm doing and rock how I rock? So only see up is like literally like like literally like this is all I have. You know what I mean? And just committed to that. So that's why I wrote only see up. And then flying saucer is like the opposite of like me like speaking on like the direct of like um how things were affecting me at that time. Like, oh look, there's a flying saucer. Like there's a break from like my reality. Word. I don't know if you peeped that um when you looked up when you were talking about only sip and you looked up like that light hit you right in the eyeballs like it was like kind of like it was like a sign from heaven or some shit so that was that was interesting that's crazy yeah man <laughs> um i have one more question and this is more of like just a because I'm, I'm i'm very interested on your process because i think it's obviously a very good one um you turned out a lot of really good quality projects so i i want to know about your um the environment that you like, you especially enjoy creating in. Like when you're in the most comfortable environment where you're getting the most, I don't know, when you're in your, your, your bag, like what's that environment like? Ironically, I've never really had my, like my setup exactly how I wanted it. So I've been working out like my mom's garage. So like the mic's out there. I just got a new computer. So like I'm trying to work on getting all my plugins back and transferring all my data over and stuff. Um, but the most that has been, it was like around Christmas time. I had like the little like light set up, um, this little like turntable. And like, it's like, I got a bunch of like plants by the booth. And I don't know, man, it was just a vibe. Like a lot of records got cut. Um, I did from watching the paint dry, all the 1v1 means up until side B, like all in the same area. You know what I mean? So like, that's just been, I don't know. Like, it's been my whole thing, personally. Like, it's... 
I don't know if you're superstitious, you know, I think about like, I'm a big baseball fan, you know, no, like no Mark, I see a part of the shortstop used to do this thing with his gloves, like every time <laughs> that, I don't know if that area is like, if you're superstitious at all, but that you gotta, you know, that area is uh, definitely, uh, you know, turned out some great quality music. So it's gotta right. be able to do it. Thank you. Um, I, I guess we could end it on uh, just if you have anything you want to plug. Obviously, you've got you got a lot of stuff you've released on multiple. So uh, plug away. Let us know what you're working on. Let us know what's in store for 2021. Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> um, shoot, 2021. Hmm. I have an album pending, and I recorded it before watching the paint dry. I decided not to drop it just because of all the rides and stuff. Um. I have merch and stuff for it. This is my first time doing merch. And it is uh, a bigger number of merch than I thought that I could complete. And I'm just trying to figure out how to like actually market it, trying to figure out how I want my videos to look, stuff like that. Um, as for like all the EPs and stuff that I've been dropping, I've been doing it for Bandcamp Friday. So there's, I think the last one is in April, I believe. So that's two more projects for me. Um, I have a bunch of projects just sitting on the back burner that are like done, done. And they're just chilling. I did, like, they just need like artwork. So I'm trying to work on like being better at putting out more music videos. Cause I only got again, one officially out. You know what I mean? Um, aside from that, man, that's really all I got on Instagram is at the Praxis T H E P R A X I S on Twitter is Yazza the Praxis, Y-Z-A-L-T-H-E-P-R-A-X-I-S. Um, yeah, man, me and the team finna go crazy this year. Hell yeah. Well, I like really said. Definitely watch, uh, listen, uh, watching the paint dry. Amazing, amazing album. So far, my favorite album of the year. So typically, and this is great because I love when albums, when I listen to album at the beginning of the year, because like if it's my favorite album at the beginning of the year, I always like if I listen to something great, I always match it. You know, it becomes like I don't know if you used to play like Mortal Kombat as a kid, but remember like exactly that's what that's how my brain works when it comes to like comparing albums, is like that. So like we'll see where, where it's at at the end of the year. Um, but man, great album, go check it out. Pretty much all DSPs on Spotify, Bandcamp. Um, thank you for, for jumping on and talking with us, man. Without, hey, okay, real quick. What's your favorite song off Watching Pain Dry? Watching oh, was it? Good Energy. Was it Evergreen? I mean, uh, Good Energy. Was it? Yeah, Good Energy. What's yours, Chris, if you have one? Uh, get By. Mm. I like that song. Yeah, get By is my second favorite. I like that a yeah. lot also. One yeah. for Lazy is great also. What was that? One for Lazy is good also. That my guy, good man. Bless. Specifically for Lazy? Yeah, like that was like an old to him and just everything that he's done for my music career. Like, oh, that's the only reason why I'm like where I'm at. Word, man. I was word, like, bro, you know, I wrote a song for you on a project, right? He's like, word for real? <laughs> like, bro, it's called One for Lazy. It's track four. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> He's like, oh, words, you did, huh? I'm like, bro, I sent you this record before the album even dropped. It had the same name. Come on. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's funny, that's bro. Hilarious. Oh, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm glad that we're here to, to be able to give you your flowers, man, because you definitely deserve them. Um, and, um, so yeah, for if you guys fuck with what we do here, please make sure you uh, support uh, Yazo, but also you know support us by like, comment, subscribing, hitting that bell button, hitting all, um, and showing us some love. Uh, we definitely need it. Uh, we could definitely use the the support. Um, you know, shedding light on these amazing artists who definitely um, you know could could use your your ears. All right, y'all, take care.
Peace.